guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast, man. I am your host, Arsenio, as usual, and today is a little bit of a discussion topic. I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to name it, but perhaps I've made this before. <sighs> guys, I'm going to tell you a story about different methodologies about how to learn English. And then, of course, this is going to be the how to not learn English. But again, going back in the past, I do remember at some point, possibly even during this year, I made a specific podcast in regards to how not to learn English. And it all comes and stems from the Thai mindset of how to learn a language. Now, for those of you who do not know, do I, me being out here in Thailand, do I know any of the alphabet? No. Do I care about the grammar? No. Do I care about how can I read Thai? Absolutely not. What I care about is conversation. So I learned the conversation first. When I lived in Chantaburi, small little province southeast of Thailand, I told myself, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get around just knowing the amount of English I do. And why do I have just foreign friends? Wasn't I supposed to come out here and immerse myself into a new culture? So... I would be laughed out of restaurants. People would, un, you know, inadvertently forget my, uh, my order. And it would make me so frustrating, so angry. And I would complain to the world about these people, although nobody was listening. Because I did not know the language. So I had to start developing different things. Okay, how can I say chicken, with, you know, stir fried chicken with rice? You know, okay, cow puck guy. Okay, how can I say, uh, what is it? Um, oh my god what is it it's basically like I don't know what it is it's some part of a pig I believe yeah it's definitely some part of a pig and it comes with kana which is uh what is it um some kind of plant which is actually very delicious then I learned the stir-fried basil chicken which is krapao gai and then stir-fried basil pork which is krapao mu and then taxi situations. I knew that that was another thing that I absolutely needed to learn because six years ago, taxis were very corrupted in Thailand. Now you have Grab Taxi, and now that you have, a, a, I have a motor of a mouth on me, don't play with me. Don't play with me. Okay, if you make one stupid left hand or right hand turn, I'm going to turn you out. I will literally jump out of this taxi, and that's going to be the end of it. Right? So, I remember I got into a taxi and, you know, six years ago, and that bill came out to 250 baht. That bill should have only been 60 baht. He should have just gone straight. But because I didn't know, don't buy, my little side, my little quad, meaning don't turn left, don't turn right. If you do, I'm getting out of this car. You ain't getting a goddamn thing from me. So I learned vocabulary and context is what I'm saying about food, about transportation, and also the really bad words, because I would have to make scathing rebukes, okay, me then scathing ugly remarks at people if they just so decided to talk about my skin tone. Obviously, me being one of those people that have been bullied, uh, well, had been, had been, okay, past perfect, have been bullied out here in Thailand based on the color of my skin, and people like to give me a demotion and pay me less because of the color of my skin. Little do they know out here in Thailand that I am one of the number one trainers, one of the number one in a lot of categories, but let them just have their perception of me, and I love it because, again, their perception of me is just that, their perception, and it's none of my business. You guys get what I'm saying? So 
that's how I started learning a language. However, when I learned Japanese, I learned it out of context. Okay, I learned how to read. Okay, I learned this, but I never learned conversation. I ended up dropping out of that Japanese class within two and a half months because I was doing it more for a test than actually learning the language. I did it for studying and for a grade. That's not what I took Japanese for. All right, Spanish class, two years in high school. I didn't learn a goddamn thing. I had an Alabama, okay? An Alabama teacher by the name of Miss Phoenix. Her pronunciation was insulting, right? And I've always used this, you know, uh, <laughs> I've always used this, this example, like casatera, which is like a cassette. Okay, guys, remember, this is back in 2004, 2005. So a cassette tape would be a video casatera, right? Uh, but she would say video in the English accent, then casatera. I'm like, no, casatera. You're a teacher. You're my teacher. Why are you saying casatera? As if you just do not give a damn about pronunciation whatsoever. So... Next thing you know, again, I was learning that for a grade. I wasn't learning to learn it. There were a plentiful, a plethora of Spanish-speaking students in there. We could have done activities that would enable us. We could have had weekly goals set. There could have been a number of things that could have been put in place, but no. So with that being said, you hear my journey. Now fast forward and into the, to today's thing, right? So just to give you guys a nice little glimpse of what I do and why I am so good at what I do, there are a number of things that I put in place for my students to thrive, right? And so it's very, very important to understand why you are learning the language. Because again, I could teach you the I am, you are, we are, they are, he is, she is, it is. But you already learned that. You already know that. I can literally correct you every second of the way. Every time you say something wrong, but guess what? I actually repeat what you say wrong in the correct way. That's called echoing. This doesn't take away your confidence, but even if you don't write it down, you're going to forget it within 24 hours, short-term memory. Unless there is a emotion packed behind the situation or behind something in like a word of association so in saying that this is the problem with thailand because when you do more as an instructor as a trainer for little small like we're, we're talking like little private students at basically the pace i work at when you do more you get complained about when you do less they love you it's pathetic so i'm sitting here first time in front of this student She's like, oh, I work in this sector. I work in this sector. Okay, I'm like, okay, so we're going to do a little bit of corporate finance. We're going to do sales. We're going to build up your communication skills. I'm literally creating a customizable, because you're a private student. You've paid a lot of money. I barely get any of this money, but I'm doing more for you. No offense. And no offense to the fool that I actually work for. No, I'm just working for your visa and work permit. That's all I'm working for, to stay in the country. Once COVID's finished, I'm out of here, right? But again, I'm doing this to help you. And so at the very end, I don't know. She's like, so what's your plan for me? Uh, okay. The reason and what I wanted to do was to get to know you. 
first off. If you believe that I was just going to go into a class and just open up a book and just I'm going to have all the goddamn answers for you, that, no, absolutely not. So my goal is to evaluate the situation. This is why I do consultations. What is it you need help with? If a Brazilian company comes to me and be like, we're a supply chain management, we need help with communication. They're not going to expect me to open a book and just say, okay, all right, so, uh, okay, number one, I am. <laughs> okay, number two, okay, you are. <laughs> okay, what is this? One, how do you say it in percent? One percent, Jesus Christ. You could learn that bullshit at home. Do you want to become an effective communicator? Because that's the only thing you can't get in a book. A teacher is supposed to give you something every day so you could take home with you. And it's up to you to water that seed that you plant within your subconscious mind if, it's so, if it just so happens to make it there. So when I customize something, okay, but at the very end of this class, she's like, okay, bye. And you know what's so funny? This is how Thai people work. This is how Thai people work, all right? I go, I leave, I come back the next day. Next thing you know, they're like, Arsenio, sit down, sit down. And I'm like, oh, a complaint. No, I haven't had one of these in about two years. Okay, let's hear this bullshit. Arsenio, teaching the book, teaching the book 70%. I said, I said to myself, I said, did this student really pay this amount of money to just learn in the book something she already knows? Did she not just hear me customize something in terms of sales, in terms of planning, in terms of effective communication, in terms of growth, in terms of personal development? Did you not just hear anything I just said that was going to enable you to take you to the next level so that you would be able to apply for a job next year? Did you not understand anything I just said? Yet you just two-faced at me, went behind my back, and said, oh, I want him to correct everything I say, as if that's going to build your fucking confidence. For my TOEFL students, for my TOEFL students specifically, yes, I'm going to correct them in ways that I'm implementing more things to them. Now, in Thailand, implementation is way out of their vocabulary. But I do things to enable them to get a higher mark. This is why they get over 105, 110 on their tests, because I customize it and I help them in a way that, and I record the audio session and the video. So they're able to go back and reassess and, oh, I see what you're saying. And they take notes. But if I correct everything you say and you don't take notes, you're wasting my time. That's a waste of time and it's gonna destroy your confidence. Oh, no, it's not. Believe me, subconsciously, it's going to destroy your confidence. Because the more no, 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 no you hear, the subconscious mind is going to register that like crazy. Yes is more, is more difficult to register. And although you hear a lot of people saying, oh, uh, an affirmative thought is 1,000 times more positive than, uh, than a negative thought. I'm sorry, that's not true. Because guess what? We are so quick to point out the past and the things that aren't working rather than what is working. Am I right? As a student, she, rather than looking at the, oh my God, he's going to, you know, he's going to teach me about, you know, presentations and, you know, doing pitches and Q and A and figuring out like resolving uh, objections and customer objections, such as customer service and doing like closings and interview. Like I was going to do all of that for you. Now, with that being said, people, do you, are you picking up what I'm putting down? 
when that happened, I said, okay, Arsenio, what would your old self do? Ah, your old self would just say, give her to another teacher. But I don't want to do that. It's not for pride. It's not for ego. I want to prove to her, okay, you want a book teacher? Let's go 10 pages in two hours, straight book. Can you imagine if all these TOEFL students who have gotten high scores came to me and they're like, okay, I'm ready to teach. And I'm like, okay, let's open the book. So TOEFL's about this and okay, so reading, they're like, I don't need reading. I don't need listening. I need speaking. Could you imagine if I did that to them? I would be, people would be like, oh yeah, he's a fucking phony. He's a phony, I said he is a phony. He's full of shit, right? Because I'm fronting the entire time. But because I put the coaching uh, sessions on my podcast and because I do the coaching sessions on YouTube and I put a lot of different small videos out there, people see how, how excellent I am at coaching. You just went from having a teacher that was giving you maybe a th- what, $50 to $100 an hour to a mere $10 an hour. If you want to learn one by one, okay. So guys, this is a little bit similar a little bit similar, okay? Like dialogues, dialogues are bullshit, right? But this is similar to what she wants to learn. So let me do this real quick. Oh, this is perfect. So, all right, this is the affirmative. I am Belgian. You are Belgian. The contraction form is I'm Belgian. The negative form is I'm not Belgian. So let's go over some of these dialogues. Excuse me. Uh, yes. Where are you from? Oh, you know, I'm from here. Pleased to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Okay, are you ready? Let's go over numbers. 13, 30, 14, four. Fuck me. Do you not know that? Can you not do that on your own? Even if you get the accent, you're going to forget it. All of this is out of context. This in no way is going to help you with the real world. You already know it. And if you truly believe that in 70 to 90% learning in these bullshit ass books is going to, maybe for a child who is like, has an industrial age mindset, learning just from a book, well, just as most, okay, so I work with a lot, a lot of the parents that I have to, I wouldn't say deal with, I don't deal with their shit, but the over 40s believe that working in a book is what's best for their child. And this is why Thailand is one of the worst English speaking countries. I'm sorry, non-native English speaking countries in the world because they believe that a book has all the answers. So you get these children in there and I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do anything outside the book because the more I do outside, the more activities I put, the more rebuke I get. The more, uh, the, the more, um, the more apprehensive they become. So no, we're gonna go page by page, page by page, page by page. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm just doing you. I'm just doing what they took. And it's funny because the front office staff would always say, no, you're not listening. No, you could put activity. I'm not putting activity. No, <laughs> to be honest with you, to be very honest with you, for seven students in one class, each student pays me a dollar and about 66 cents. Whose fault is that? My fault, because I accepted that. But to be honest, or to be even more honest with you, you're only getting a dollar sixty cent. Like you're paying me a dollar and sixty six, a dollar and sixty six cents an hour per student. No, I'm not going to do extra. 
Meanwhile, online, obviously, for the rest of this month, you know, I charge $30. It's going up 33%. Beginning January 1st, it's going to be $40 an hour for coaching. So because I know what my worth is, I know what my value is and my market value. So no, I'm not going to do extra material. And for you and for the parents to complain and say, oh, well, they want you to do this. They want you to do that. Excuse me for $1.66 an hour. You can kiss my ass. And if you don't like it, find another teacher. Goodbye. I don't come with all these instructions. I do what's best. And if you don't see what's best for you, you could go find one of these old heads who open up a book and do exactly what I just did. <gasps> number one, number two. Okay, underline the correct form of the numbers, 200. Are you going to say 200s or 200? This is pathetic. You over 40s, okay? And I've worked with these over 5,000s. And he would always say three years ago, but you don't teach from the book. What, do, what is a book going to do in the real world? What did a book do for, all, for any, anyone who went into COVID? You idiot, idiot. And this is why I work for only me. This is why in the mornings with all these other students, I say, okay, number one, okay, number two, okay, number three, that's what you want, that's what you get. Hey, work permit visa. If you really want more, I can do more, I can. But guess what? When you disrespect me in a way like that and you go behind my back, everything that I told you I was gonna do, is completely wiped off the book, wiped off, that's it. So now you wanna learn, let's go. Numbers, 1330. And if you say for one moment, oh, well, I, can you teach? No, no, I can't teach you. You just went behind my back. I'm gonna call you out on your bullshit. No, you said you want the book, I'm giving you the book. Right when the class is over, hurry up and message the women, hey, give her another teacher. This is going to build up my pride because it's going to say, Arsenio, you didn't quit so easily. You normally quit very, very easily, but don't quit too easily on her. Just make her look like she's a complete fucking asshole. And then you could just say, okay, give her to another teacher. Because now you're making up 80% of my unhappiness in the workplace. And guess what? I ain't got time for that shit. There are students all around the world who appreciate me on so many levels and absolutely love what I do and deliver. And obviously, a lot of you who listen to my podcast absolutely know that. For you Thai people who have that systematic uh, industrial age mindset approach to learning a language, there are plenty of over 50s out here who love to teach just like that. Number one, number two, fantastic. Go love them, go preach on them, go, you know what I mean? Like, fantastic, go do it. But not me. I am a knowledge base trainer. I focus on the core genius of individuals to help better them and develop them. If you truly believe that a book has all your answers without execution and fucking regurgitation of shit that you already know in the way that people used to learn 150 years ago, well, best of luck to you in your future endeavors. So to sum up this podcast, people, you can have a book all you want. But in order to become an effective communicator, in order to develop your fluency, your pronunciation, you got to use it. You have to use it. You have to figure out ways and habits to develop yourself both in the morning, morning routines, afternoon routines, throughout your day. 
because if you pay an insane, an insane amount of money, as some of you have come to me, you don't expect me to just open up a book and just go from there. No, you want to develop your speaking capabilities, right? You don't want to be in a class of 10 people because that won't allow you to build your English skills as opposed to having a class of three people and bouncing ideas off one another and being open to someone who lives in Tunisia and someone who lives in Brazil and Bhutan. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Being just open to the entire situation, like that's the only way you're going to get better. So with that being said, how do I get rid of those situations? You guys absolutely understand. If you say, Arsenio, are you mad? No, I have no, I've taken no offense to a broken mindset that is not open to new things. But I am excited for the next class because I'm going to be the most boring individual on the planet. Once she walks in, hello, hey, how you doing? Okay, so open your book, number one. Yes, very good, you are. Number two. And she's going to be like, why are we, well, I don't know. They, they told me, they said me to teach only in the book. That's what they told me. Now, I'm not going to blame her. I'm just going to say that's what they told me. They said, don't teach outside the book. So let's go page by page. Because you are technically wasting my time and I don't teach ungrateful two-faced it fucks. That's it. I got no offense. Hey, listen, you don't even know. Because I obviously spoke to you for two hours and nothing fucking registered, which is crazy. So no more sales, no more corporate finance, no more planning and development, no more vocabulary, no more listening, no more outside things, no more things that could actually make you think. Let's teach the way you want to be taught because, of course, you know best. And that's all I got to say. So with that being said, guys, please don't take this approach to learning anything in this specific way. Because if that was the case for the metaphysical anatomy, this book that's in front of me, Public Speaking uh, for Success by Dale Carnegie, um, Napoleon Hill's Law of Success, uh, Jack Canfield's Principles, sure, the most amazing books in the world. But if I don't apply any of them and I do not use them, what is the use? It needs to be backed by inspired action. And guess what? Learning uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, once, doce, trece, Learning the what is it? Ichini san nung song san si ha jet back cow. Okay, I got a whole bunch of bullshit ass numbers. Okay, but what what good is that doing me? What good is that doing me? Aha, that's it right there. It's kind of like the Instagrammers that post phrases and say, "Yes, uh, uh, how do you sleep?" And then they say it in their language, and it's like, "Yeah, okay, I got a phrase." Let me go use this when I go to England. Okay. Someone's going to say, hey, so the total is this. And you're going to be like, oh, how do I sleep? See what I mean? It's got to be things that are actionable. That's the only way you're going to get ahead. So with that being said, guys, I'm done with this. I hope you enjoyed it. Share it with people who you rightfully deserve. I mean, like they need to hear this. Send it to your teachers. If you have teachers, send it to your friends who believe that opening a book is the best way and the greatest solution to achieving their language learning skills, because it is not. It's a small fraction, 10%. But yeah, review, review, review. Yeah, reviewing numbers. If you believe that that's going to be the greatest thing in the world, man, <laughs> all right. But you could do that at home, not review with me. 
that being said, guys, stay tuned for more Over and Out.